I remember when I first met him, we met, we went to the movies and got like coffee and stuff. Yeah. I knew what he looked like because I had swiped right on his picture. Obviously. But I remember walking around and we were holding hands, I think. And Mm -hmm. I felt so secure in that moment Mm -hmm. because I was like, I'm just this little baby next to him. (laughs) I'm so small. (laughs) Just so tiny. (laughs) Just a little girl. You could take care of me. Yeah. You could beat up all the bad guys. Yes. And I felt felt so safe and so protected in that moment that I was like, I think I like this. Girl, (laughs) it's something else, man. It's different. I immediately go, I could be a housewife. Nice on. Yeah. Uh, yeah good morning. Good morning, good morning, ladies. It's love month, y'all. We love. We to love see love. It. We love love. I have my red cup, red cup, red suit. If you're not watching on YouTube, why not? We're more entertaining <laughs> on there. Not really. I yeah. think we're pretty entertaining via audio. Yeah, but. We love to give you something to watch too. Yeah. And especially when we're referencing things that we do have visual aids for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to be on YouTube. Love you, so. YouTube. Loves you. So, because this is Love Month, this episode launches February 5th. So, right in the beginning. Yeah. I thought it would be a blast to talk about marriage. Marriage. I hated that show. Yeah. Marriage. I never watched it. Is what brings us together today. Two out of three of us are Mauied. Yeah. And we thought it'd be fun for Halsey to interview us. So to kick off our Love Month episode, I have a question for the both of you. Oh. I'm nervous. Surprise. Surprise. What is the worst kiss you ever had? And why was it the worst? (laughs) I'll go first. Oh. I instantly thought of mine. I know. Because it's just one of those things... That you usually have a pretty quick reference to. And if you don't, that's okay. Because, yeah. you know, some people have good kisses all the time. I did not. Okay. Mm. Seattle. It's 2016-ish. I had gone on many a date. Because I went to Seattle and I said, I'm a find me a husband. And I did eventually. Yeah. But boy, did I have to kiss some frogs or mm-hmm. giraffes. Now, Here's the thing. This guy was very sweet. We went on two dates. The first date, so fun. The most typical Seattle date. We drove around the city. We got a cocktail at a really cool bar. He was very nice. Tall, little on the, you know, big dude scale because I'm a big dude loving girl. Yeah. And just very sweet. He was a security guard and just kind of finding himself. He lived south of the city. That is key. Okay. Okay. (laughs) He had this really cool old Ford truck. I did love that about him. And he drove me home from our date. And we kind of sat, my aunt and uncle live on top of Queen Anne Hill in Seattle. And if you park on the other side of their house, pointing down towards Fremont, you get to the whole view of Fremont, which is beautiful. So cool. Mm -hmm. And very much an epic view because there, there is no, you can only go to that place to see that view. So we were sitting there, chit-chatting, didn't kiss him then. Went home, gave him a little hug, but walked right back home. Maybe a week later, we go on date two. Maybe less than a week, okay? Mm-hmm. 
I can't believe I'm telling the story. <laughs> I was nice and said I still had my car at this point because I kept my car for the first year or so in Seattle. Yeah. I went south of the city to go meet him. Now, I am a snob. We know this. <laughs> we noticed. We know. Hello. Look at me. Uh, Just wearing full satin. Full satin. <laughs> right now. Red satin. Uh, he lived in Kent, which is where I had my first job in Seattle. Now, Kent is... God, even I know that's not a good thing. I know. It's the working class neighborhood, which is not a problem. Yeah. But questionable restaurant choices were made. Mm -hmm. We went to a Thai place. Questionable Thai food was had. And within an hour of having said Thai food, I knew I needed to go home. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. <laughs> So he had driven us from his apartment. I met him at his apartment. Didn't go in yet. Just went straight into the truck. Mm -hmm. Drove to the restaurant. Got back. Date was fine. We didn't really have a lot of conversational chemistry in date two. That kind of happens. You run out of stuff in date one and just, you know, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. He could be a friend, right? Well, friend wanted me to come see his apartment where he had three other roommates. So, okay. Yep. So mm -hmm. that was a choice. Then I went into bedroom. Bed was on floor, black sheets, black comforter, black pillows. Because why? A man. All the anime, all <laughs> over the walls. Figurines oh, no. everywhere. <laughs> and again, I'm thinking, you know, it's fine. People have their shtick, their likes and dislikes. Mine, not that. Anime, ferrets. I sat <laughs> I sat on the bed for maybe five minutes. We were he was showing me anime things and I was like, you know, gotta go. I have to oh, work tomorrow. No. It was definitely Saturday the next day. Did not have to work tomorrow, <laughs> but I gotta go. He walked me to my car, so sweet. Opens my door for me, and I get in the car, shut the door, and he's like, Roll down the window. Oh no. No. Roll down the window. No. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> I roll down the window. What proceeds is have you ever fed a giraffe at a have you ever fed a giraffe at a zoo? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever put the cracker in your mouth and No, I have it? not because I have this thing about my face. I don't want things touching my face that okay. I have not invited, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Understandable. A giraffe tongue, not one I want to invite to my face. Yeah. But what proceeded was the most licktastic kiss. He he greeted my face with tongue first and then slathered it, slathered it around my lips. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> I literally reacted like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and I was like, let's try that again. He's like, absolutely. Goes More tongue. No. More tongue. Ah! No. And I pulled away and I said, listen, um, I got to go. I have work tomorrow and rolled up my window as he's like, okay. Oh, no. Have a great night. So happy with himself. And I said in my brain, sir, absolutely not. No. Drove away laughing the entire time until I hit the freeway and I could go into Seattle and then I just start crying. Oh, no. <laughs> so I was like traumatized. Woke up with... A bit of a rash, not going to mm -hmm. lie to you, around my mouth. It grossed me out so much that I ghosted the absolute crap out of him. I'm so sorry. I don't even remember your name. But boy, do I remember your tongue. It was wild. Uh, <sighs> Kelly, bad kisses? Um, I was having a hard time 
thinking of one. That's a good thing, though. However. Oh. (laughs) I don't. I was, I'll be completely honest, inebriated at the moment of this Mm-mm. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was someone within our friend group that... Not current. No, no, no. Not okay. my My friend group that I hung out with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In college. Okay. I was of age. Okay. To drink. I think. Yeah. She's like, wait. <laughs> was I? Think about that. I was second. 21. Okay, yeah. I think. Senior I in college. Yeah. yeah. Well, it would have been pre-Jansen. Not important. Age Anyways. is not time. Whatever. I was in college. Yeah. And um, I was making out with this person in the dark. I don't okay. know. Yeah. Um, didn't realize that he was really going everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The amount of hickeys that yeah. I had. Like on yeah. your actual face or your neck? All over. All over. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, all over. And I was, I, um, yeah. intoxicated. He then is like, I'm going to go home now. And then leaves. Cause we were like staying at someone's house yeah. for the night. And I think maybe Leanne came in and was <laughs> like, um, uh, Oh, <laughs> like we got to do something about this because they were dark immediately. Immediately, what a d- move! Yeah, and they were everywhere, and it was like <sighs> end of summer, so oh. like still really hot. I was just on the edge of like I could maybe get away with wearing a scarf, yeah, but I need something to cover my neck because I cannot let anyone see how covered, eviscerated, like you've been attacked by leeches. Yes, that's yeah. insane. Everywhere. <laughs> How and long they, was the makeout sesh? Like twenty-ish minutes, more, more. I it was a, it was a. <laughs> we while. were there for a while, which is fine. But yeah, that sounds fun. Those are fun sometimes. But yeah. he had a larger mouth than some people, <laughs> and so it just Dang. was a lot, and then a lot. Did what? he have scruff too, or no. baby face? Okay, some positives because that could have been hickeys and. <laughs> Uh, it was just it was a time and a half and i never thought of him in that way i never like was interested in him and we were both just there so (laughs) i've definitely had those kisses yep yeah so yeah Yeah. it was how long did it take for them to go away about two weeks. Two weeks. They were Dang. very dark. Yeah, that's a number. Shoot. Yeah, and and at that point too, like I got up, came out of the room, and was like, and Leon was like, uh, uh, uh oh, <laughs> and we're like, how do we get them to like simmer down? Like <laughs> cold spoon. Yeah, and you rub. How do uh, I put a cold spoon over my entire body? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's crazy. I need a whole drawer of spoons. Yeah, yeah. right. Oh you my get God. a it was, spoon and you like twist it, the back of the spoon onto your skin. Interesting. You, like rub it. Yeah. It helps I, break up the like blood vessels. blood vessels or whatever. I've only had one Higgy and I asked for it. Mm. So. Ugh, I did not ask for that. And I don't think I like was paying enough attention to oh, be like, yeah. oh, you're like maybe hurting me a little bit with how yeah. hard you're Ew. sucking. <laughs> Mm. yeah why do they think that's sexy too? i don't know I, it's a marking thing it's but that much man that's a kink that i do not understand yeah 
Okay. Yeah. So, so the kiss my, itself. Fine. One of my worst dates ever was also my worst. One of my worst kisses. Again, this when I was still dating men. It's just a lot of choices were being made. <laughs> um, he first of all on this date, this is I was still wearing a purity ring. <laughs> That's how long ago this was. <laughs> I think I was twenty-one. Yeah, maybe this was. I had moved home from Washington, yeah. so it was around twenty-one. Um, you wore. A purity ring in Washington? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was still wearing it until ar- around then, about 21, is when I finally stopped wearing yeah. it as a purity ring. And then it was just a, a ring. ring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. So we were in downtown Phoenix. Um. I had created like a routine. I used to go on the same date mm-hmm. <laughs> with everyone. I did too. Because it was like a good date. Yeah. We would go to Angel's Trumpet, mm-hmm. which is like a brewery in, in downtown Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, they have decent food, great beers, all very local. Do they have a TV dinner situation at Angel's Trumpet on certain nights with Pop-Tarts? Am I making that up? I don't know. Okay, never mind. It's been too long since I've been. Okay, yeah, after yeah. this date, I stopped going on You're this like, date. You're like, never again. Because two things happened. Oh, no. <laughs> One, um, I saw someone <laughs> that I had taken on this date. Oh, <laughs> no. At part two, because so part one of the date would be Angel's Trumpet. And yeah. then part two of the date would be going across the street to Cobra, uh-huh. which is an arcade bar uh-huh. in Phoenix. Super fun spot. <laughs> Except for I kept showing it to different men. And oh, no. so on this date, I saw a guy that I had been on <laughs> Whoopsies at like, that bar. So that was strike number rough. one. Yeah, like, and we like fully made eye contact. Oh, and I was just like, no. and it was definitely someone I had fully ghosted, and because I got really good at that. Um, she was a lesbian, lesbian. <laughs> dating men. <laughs> um, so we like halfway through dinner, he's drunk. Yeah, like pretty far and uh a girl who was sitting next to us is a girl i went to high school with yeah she was so off put by him she dm'd me on facebook and was like you good oh because i'm getting weird vibes from this date and i was like at that point one a little naive but two like i don't know i just wanted to be wanted sure yeah and also i was afraid dinner (laughs) and i was broke <laughs> um, listen we've all been there yeah, before been there. yeah um okay. so he got really weird about my purity ring mm-hmm. like real gross about it um and then we went to cobra and by then i finally had had enough of the drinks um <laughs> the drinks <laughs> to uh make out with him in the middle of the dance floor oh. of uh cobra oh. after kicking his butt at some mortal combat and Love. i felt really proud of myself because sure. that was also one of my moves was i was like pretty decent at that yeah. game and so i'd be like <laughs> can you help me with this game i just i just learned it i want to try it out with you and then would beat the <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> Okay, but um, so you're so making kiss, out on the dance floor. That's yes. ballsy, first of all. Except for he is sticking his entire Ugh, tongue why is that always down the tongue? my throat. And yeah. it's so wet. Is there like There's a drool so, situation? 
again like you said wiping my face after like there was just so much it's like that scene in um (laughs) she's the man Mm -hmm. where she's describing his Mm -hmm. (laughs) his saliva issues it was literally that oh no was he taller than you too yeah so it's like the saliva is just like dripping down on but he was kind of barely taller than me and then so at that point i'm sobering up because i'm like i need to get out of this situation (laughs) i need to go home exactly yeah i'm literally being rehydrated thank you so much like a bird um (laughs) but he evidently vibin wants to continue oh so we move to a third place which is this like random mariachi taco bar that was like near that was also like in that same little area we go there he proceeds to continue drinking okay at this point i'm like how is he not blacked out yeah yeah and maybe he was yeah um then i'm trying to just walk us back to my car so that i can leave yes and he drove himself so i'm like shut up so i'm like it's not my job to like get you to figure yourself out and hopefully you don't decide to drive right now Mm -hmm. um and he lived nearby ish anyways but I was just trying to get out of the situation, like, in one piece. Yes. Yeah. He kept stopping us every, like, five feet to start making out again. No. And at that point, I was like, keep good night. <laughs> like, this is my car. This is literally, I was like, if I can just get us to my car. And then I was also like, okay, I need to, like, I was pretty sober by that point. Yeah. But I was like, I'm going to, so I sat there for an hour in my car. To just like make sure I was good to drive. That's good. Yeah. Smart. Because I'm, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna risk my responsible life and other adult. people and being a responsible adult. Yeah. But so then I'm just sitting in downtown Phoenix for an hour in my car, like thinking up my life choices. <laughs> wow. What did I do to get myself what did here? What did I do to get we here? Get here. Hilarious. Oh man. Love it. Thank you for your kisses. We You're love welcome. it. Love to see it. Next. Happies and crappies. Mm. Well, are you going first? I'm going first. Look, I have oh, lots geez. of crappies, wow. guys. I'm not going to read all these. We'll just go through them. Uh, so the episode that I cried in <laughs> last, it hasn't aired yet, but mm-hmm. here's the universe being kind to me. Mm-hmm. Within two days of us filming that, me going back home, I had two new business emails. Awesome. One that I yeah. met with this last week and Mm -hmm. just sent over an a la carte menu of services to her yesterday. Mm -hmm. And then one I'm meeting with next Wednesday that I've actually already done work for. They haven't paid me. So there's that, but they kind of want to pay me now. So I'm willing to talk to them (laughs) because I like money. Uh, Just positive movements of the universe saying, I got you. Mm -hmm. It sucks. But we can do this. Yeah. (laughs) So hopefully something in the next Happies and Crappies, I'll have good updates for you. But that just felt good because it wasn't like they heard the episode and said, oh, we can work with Bailey. Like, she's desperate. (laughs) It was just the universe saying, yeah, I got got you. you. Uh, I also had a really great meeting with Beck. Our podcast coach. Beck. We love Beck. They say hey. Beck's awesome. Hey. Uh, very proud of us that we have gotten this far still, blowing their minds that we are, this is episode 18, y'all. We mm-hmm. have three to go by the end of the season and mm-hmm. just a huge accomplishment and one we should honor. 
Yeah. They're very curious about our structure of the company. They just did not understand how we were putting out so much content because they hadn't heard the podcast yet, but then all of a sudden they started seeing our stuff finally in mm-hmm. their FYP. So most of their questions were about how do you guys edit? Like, what's your process? Mm-hmm. I said, well, we have a project management system that we utilize called Asana. <laughs> and we have treated this as much like a company that I possibly could do to my own family. And we have a system and I watched them through the system, blew their minds. They were like, I have never seen someone this early in the game take on this process and really put a method to it. Mm -hmm. And it shows. It's like, yes. And get it. Yeah. 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 So that felt good. Uh, James and I have been finding a love for cooking and baking. As we speak, he's creating his first sourdough starter that he nourishes every night at 6 p.m. And it's just been so fun to be connected in the kitchen and watch him love cooking and just seeking joy in making each other happy with delicious things. Yeah. It's just, you know, the simple things in life. And we've always liked cooking together, but I've... The last kitchen that we had was not conducive to making lots of good foods. It was mm-hmm. only conducive to making meal prep, basically. Yeah. It was not not the greatest of kitchens. But yeah. the one that we're in now, while it's smaller, so we trade off. Mm-hmm. He'll do a dinner and meal prep, and then I'll do lunches and breakfast or something like that. Or he'll do his breakfast, and I'll do tiramisu, <laughs> whatever we're feeling. But yeah, been so fun to, one, not eat out. We've barely been eating out. We had... Kelly and I had Tokyo Joe's the other night. That was the first time I'd had Tokyo since the last time I was out for pod weekend. Yeah. That I ate out. Uh, so that's been fun. And the last two, I had the opportunity to catch up with two good friends, uh, Amy and Bree. I'm going to mm-hmm. talk about my Amy catch up when we do Renaissance resolutions because her and my catch up was really tied to writing. Mm-hmm. But uh kismetally so as usual like yeah neither of us had been talking about it and she hadn't heard our resolutions yet she was like towards the end of that episode Mm -hmm. so it just happened that we're both starting to write again or write at all and yeah i'll talk about that more and then brie and i got to connect over iron flame which i will give in my book clear update Mm -hmm. because i finished it love only crappy is really just this the unknowns about the next year are plaguing me. <laughs> and I watch our insights, one could say obsessively. Yeah. And I do feel as if my reactions are very tied to how well insights are going. Mm-hmm. And when they're not going fantastic, which is the nature of the internet, I immediately go into this mindset of what the heck am I doing? I have no plan. However, I was talking to Helen about this. Shout out. Shout out, Helen, my nutrition coach. All the shout outs this episode. We love it. Trying to share the love, you know. (laughs) She is a Libra. I don't think I've ever told you that. Helen. Helen. (laughs) Do you know who else is a double Libra? Oh, found out this week. Who? Uh, Josh Hutcherson. That checks. Yeah. Actually, she turned 30 this October. (laughs) And... She sent me this We're text. The same age? Yeah. Wow. Right? Okay. She sent me this text because she thought she was coming out of a manic episode, but really what she was coming into was just a realization of being 30. Oh. And said, <laughs> she said, it's so hard to describe. I just feel like settled down. Very much different. I don't 
desire as much as I feel like I don't desire as much as I feel more simple in what I want. Like her, her decision makings have simplified yeah. drastically just since she turned 30. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I feel like I have a lot of clarity in a lot of areas. It's very confusing. And I said, actually, completely understand that feeling. I said, Mm -hmm. do you feel like you're younger than you thought you were and that you actually have time to do the things that you want to do with your life? Mm -hmm. She's like, yes, exactly. I've also been making a ton of friends when I'm out at the gym or whatever. Like people are approaching me and striking up conversations out of nowhere and I'm being open to it. Whereas before she just wasn't. She was very much Mm -hmm. in this mindset of I've chosen my people. Those are my people. No one else can come into my world. And now her brain is saying, actually, you can open up and see what else is there. She said, I don't feel like I'm rushing or panicking to do things anymore. A couple of months ago, I was really antsy and feeling like I was rushing to get back on stage for bodybuilding. She's a bodybuilder. But last night I told Lauren, her fiance, that I'm in no rush. I'm not worried about when I get back into the, onto the stage. I'm just worried about taking care of other things and taking care of myself, which is very weird to me because she's one of those people, especially as a bodybuilder, yeah. that will just punish mm-hmm. her body because she wants to get to the finish line. Yeah. Not realizing that she's only 30 and you can, her coaches are in their 40s and almost yeah. 50s, you know, and they're still working out. They're still putting their body through that and they're still winning things. So mm-hmm. There's this switch that happens, though, at 30 that I have never fully recognized that I do have more time. I feel so much younger than what people told me I would feel like at 30. And I have so much time left to build something. Can't wait. I know. (laughs) Truly, it is a very good feeling. And I just loved hearing that from her and connecting with another 30-year-old of like, actually, yes, it is real. It's not this weird manic episode. Like you're, yeah. you don't need to take away your antidepressants. Keep taking your antidepressants. Oh my God. But, <laughs> but it is such a good feeling. I don't know. It is this like refreshing, mm. freeing process. Awesome. I like it. Does that resonate at all for you, Kelly? Yes and no, because I feel like that's something I've been battling a lot, to Ooh, be honest, okay. of like, you're 30 years old. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Do you really think you can start something new? Mm. Has been like the fight in my head. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I always thought I was going to die young. And I. How Marilyn Monroe of you. I know. And I. So I never, ever pictured my life at 30, yeah. 40, 50. Like, wow. So then I'm like, well. Is it even worth, it's just me fighting myself. Is it even worth putting in the effort because like you're already 30. So like, Mm. but you got like roll over another 50 years. Exactly. I know, which is crazy. Like I'm not even halfway through my life. So I have to remind myself, but then I think I compare myself to all these people that just Mm -hmm. pop off in their early teens early teens, late teens, early Mm twenties. And I'm like, well, that wasn't me. So it can't be me. But like, why? Why? why not i just said yeah. like a lot of time sorry guys i did so cl- yeah, totally okay totally fine. but so true i f- feel this is early her just turning 30 and coming to this realization i think that's super fast i honestly didn't come to this realization until like 33 yeah right before i got married i matt i realized oh my gosh i actually could start something now mm-hmm. because the mindset that i think you will start to shift towards is if i don't do it then what else am I doing for the rest of my life? I can't keep doing this. The yeah. other, the, you know, the me, the agency world. I can't, I couldn't imagine myself continuously pouring into a poisonous industry and a poisonous company mm-hmm. for the next 30 years. Yeah. 
Absolutely not. So anything is better than that. I would rather start at zero and do something that I actually love and kind of let the fates happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think part of it too is with me being this age. Yeah. I think it could have happened earlier. Sure. And I'm hopeful for success. And then I'm almost mad at myself that I'm older and I'm not going to get to enjoy it for as long. Is that dumb? No, it's not dumb. I feel that. Yeah. So, feel and that. then I'm like, what's the point? It's not dumb. That's yeah. very valid. I validate that feeling for <laughs> okay. you. Absolutely. But I, I feel that way about James. It makes me mad that we didn't meet 10 years prior, but if we, we would never have met 10 years prior, yeah. we met at the time that we were supposed to meet. Yeah. I truly think, think that 10 years ago if we tried to do something like this it would have blown up in our faces because we didn't really know each other yet we hadn't established time spent as family and we were very different people I do think that doing a project like this and building a company at our ages will benefit us more than we realize Mm -hmm. just right now it feels so slow that Mm -hmm. it's hard to imagine what it can be yeah eventually or hopeful yeah i feel that with like my friendships especially my current little group yeah um with with allison and kate meeting them in the last two years yeah especially with like maybe allison more because we're we live in the same city kate lives down in tucson but with that with those friendships we talk about all the time i'm like i wish i had met you yeah sooner yeah. I wish I could have had you in my life longer. It's that like that FOMO almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of oh, I wanted I wanted this for so long. Yeah. yeah. And now that we have it, oh, I just it's so great. Yeah. So. And then your mind's just playing tricks on you though cuz you want to enjoy it now that mm-hmm. you have it, but your mind's like, "Well, you could have had it longer maybe." Yeah. And it's like, "Don't, don't ruin it. it." I know. Yeah. <laughs> or don't lose it. Don't, you know, don't jinx it. Yeah. Mm. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Yeah. You got you got some happies and quappies? Yeah. Were you done? I'm done. Okay. Mine is short. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I haven't had too much crappy going on. Happen on happen on in my life these days. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want those crappies happening on. The only crappy that I could really think of was in the past few days, my lower back has been really sore. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of comes and goes. Yeah. And Really, I think it's because I have been somewhat very sedentary recently, and I know I need to be moving my body, and I know that that helps, but when you're in pain... It's the last thing you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But I know if I keep walking, it's going to work itself out, and I'm going to feel so much better, but it's just getting to that point of move your body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get on that walking pad, girl. I've Mm -hmm. been a little just in my seat <laughs> lately but that i feel like has been the only crappy thing that has really That's happened good. in the past few weeks so we'll take it yeah. feeling good otherwise my other happies are my eyes are her eyes are happy healed. now yeah so i got the final okay from my doctor to taper off the steroids i'm Yay. very excited about that because they taste <laughs> disgusting because we forget that that's all connected yeah Absolutely. all those little things it's why there's a, it's why there's it, a ent doctor ear nose throat doctor you can it's just all connected feel it sick 
go down. She always has these moments where she's, I watch her, she's over there going, and then she just goes, my eyes taste bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> not something you ever want to experience. No, but, absolutely not. But yeah, I got There's the okay. New, yay. I got a new glasses prescription, so I have new glasses coming. I know you modeled uh, your new glass photos for me yesterday. Yeah. So cute. Which ones did you go with, the blue or the pink? I went with the blue. I liked the blue. And then I got a second pair that are not clear, but a very light gray. Ooh. And they have metal sides, which Ooh. I haven't done a metal plastic frame, but metal sides. Cool. The um, doctor office people were saying that those should be my going out glasses because they're a little bit more fancy. So fancy. <laughs> I love it. So, well, Friday night glasses. <laughs> yeah. So watch out. <laughs> um, I've never had more than one pair of glasses at a time though. So all in. I'm very excited about that. I want to try those ones, the pear ones. Oh, oh yeah, gosh, I've seen they're those all over Instagram. Everywhere. Yeah, Ugh. fun. I have a million. That's so fun. Yeah, and then my other happy. I kind of mentioned this last night, but um, I love award season and movies. Not so much the Grammys because I'm not as into music as I am. See, the to... Grammys is the only one I care Ugh. about because the Grammys not... is entertaining AF. Yeah. I don't ever really watch the Grammys, Because you get the performances. Yeah, it's I watch show. all the other yeah. ones. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So I'm very excited that the award season is amongst us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And our faves have been sweeping. Yes. The it. Emmys, I I did watch the Emmys, and they yeah. were... Jeremy Allen White. So good. Yeah. I thought I really liked them this year, and I'm excited for the Oscars. Me too. Because... There's a nostalgic form of it, or mm-hmm. reason behind, I think, why I love it so much, because we always had parties growing up mm-hmm. Yeah, for the Oscars, and my family would go all out. Cute. My parents would get like a little red carpet, and when people Stop. would come in, my dad would be interviewing, who are you wearing today? I love that Like, so checking much. the tag. He's like, Old Navy, wow! <laughs> On clearance? Your dad is so camp. He I, is. And I love it. I love and it. all the so funny. Yeah, and all the food would be themed to what the like what? best the movies. picture movies yeah. were Shut nominated for. Up. So That's awesome. I remember when the Titanic was up for a nomination, we did like a jello situation with a ship. Stop. Oh my god. There was one where there was a movie about maybe it was Ray. Yeah. And we made a piano out of chocolate with like the keys of white chocolate and like milk chocolate being Holy the keys. Gosh. So every every year we had themed snacks and if social media had been a thing back then, your dad would have been the best blogger. Yeah, yeah. honestly. Instagram dad to the max. Everyone would get a a sheet with all of the Mm -hmm. nominations and you would put your guesses in Mm -hmm. and then at the end there were prizes for whoever won i brought it to college with me i made i would we would go to harkins and buy the big bags of popcorn and get like snacks and everything and i bought rewards or um winnings for people because i made them play with me <laughs> so cute i love it we so, used to do we did that for the grammys i used to throw grammy parties when i yeah. got into my first apartment and would invite all yeah. a bunch all my girlfriends and family yeah family that were girls and yeah we'd have grammy parties and yeah. grammy foods mm-hmm. we'd have predictions and prizes for people who yeah. got the most but whoever got the most right always got the the Grammy CD because they do a CD every yeah. year. Oh, or they used to. I don't know if they still do it. They probably but, do. Uh, with um, all of the top, top nominated um, 
they do like a compilation album. Yeah. Oh, nice. Super fun. Yeah. yeah. I have a friend who every year will, after the nominations are announced, will watch all the best picture nominations. Yeah. I try, but yeah. they're more artistic sometimes than what I'm really into. Yeah. yeah. But every year I'm like, this is going to be the year I'm going to watch all of the nominations. <laughs> right. Yeah. So maybe we'll see. I think this year Barbie's going to sweep. Mm-hmm. At the Oscars. As it should. And if she doesn't, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> because the moment at the Emmys or the Critics' Choice with mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling and oh. Mark Mayer. Yeah. What is his name? Who cares? Nice. They won I'm Just Ken. Yeah. At Critics' Choice. The face that he's making was just like. I'm going to have to perform this. But also, That's what I said. <laughs> all of my side of TikTok is saying he's commiserating. Yeah. That. Why the fuck did we just win when I'm sitting next to Billie Eilish, who literally yeah. taught herself for six months how to do the pitch that she does in that song because she's yeah. never been able to do it before yeah. and wrote that song from the depths of her soul with her brother. And the whole song is about Barbie and women and finding yourself. Yeah. And, and be- what are you made for? And what are you made for? And I'm just Ken one. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That insane. whole show was a hot mess. Oh, I did was. not watch the Critic Choice. It was awful. Critic yeah. Choice is always a mess, but yeah. the The Emmys were great. Emmys the Emmys were, were great. Good. And A is it AO? Uh-huh. Yeah. She, IO. IO. Obsessed with her. Obsessed with her. Um Love. Yeah. Her <laughs> her speech because of the whole Irish joke yes. that's going around about her. Um where she said Ireland in many ways <laughs> of like she where she's me. from. Yeah. Love her. Um, her, the clip of her realizing that she got foundation all over what's his face's jacket. Oh, Jeremy Allen. Yeah. Cause he's wearing a white. Oh, I saw that jacket no. and they her hugged. foundation was on his entire shoulder. Amazing. Yeah. I love watching her watch him accept his Emmy. Mm-hmm. So cool. So I sweet. just love them together. Yeah. As They're co-workers. But yeah. They're gonna have to bang in season two. So three. Get ready. I also loved um her moment with um from Pride and Prejudice and Succession. Oh yeah. Tom. Yeah. I don't remember Mr. Darcy. Mr. Darcy. I don't remember his she real name. told him the story about how she got grounded when she was a teenager because yeah. she had his picture from Pride and Prejudice as her screensaver on her laptop. Yeah. Oh, no. And her dad was like, who is this man? Yeah. <laughs> and she got grounded. Yeah. He, and he totally absolutely knew that it's the scene of him walking oh, through yeah. the field in the coat. As it should be. Yeah. Because the coat in that scene is the main character. <laughs> when James just started watching, or he's on season three of Succession, he's been binging it. Mm-hmm. When he started it, I said, you know Mr. Darcy's in this show. He mm-hmm. said, really? I said, yeah. Can you tell which one he is? He's like, I literally can't. No. Like, I know who he looks. Yeah. I know what Mr. Darcy looks like. He's not in this show. So I pulled up Tom. Yeah. And then Mr. Darcy side by sides blew his mind. He's like, that's not the it's same crazy. person. It does. Like, he looks nothing like him. Because he does both periods I know. so well. I've literally never seen a full episode of Succession. I've only seen it's clips modern day. on TikTok. <laughs> I know. Yes. But no, seeing the side by sides is like is bonkers. Insane. 
So award season. Happies yeah. and crappies. Halsey. That's it. Hello. My happies and crappies are even quicker. Oh. Uh, my crappy is that my brain was just not nice to me for like the last two weeks. It just mm. wasn't a fun time to be in my head. Um, Just wasn't. I felt very disassociated out of my body for quite a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. Just wasn't feeling great. I wasn't getting good rest. And so I wasn't getting opportunities to like reset. Yeah my brain yeah um but i feel better feel a little bit more refreshed um i got my nails did which i haven't gotten them done in like six months seven months and Um, they're so cute they're so cute shout out to leanne because i went to her friend slash nail girl nicole um shout out nicole shout out nicole she's great she's so sweet she's a darling and then i got my hair cut you did. I like it a lot. And that also helped me feel like back in my body Sorry. a little bit. Yeah. A little I need a reset. haircut. Same. Yeah. Got rid of the bangs. <laughs> well, I mean, they're still kind of there. but They're we, swoopy. They're more swoopy now. But yeah. Yeah. So feeling better. Feeling more in my body again. Grounded. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. You're right. They were fast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's time for the pin thread of the episode. And as I mentioned at the top of the episode, we are talking about marriage today because two out of three of us are married. But the reason I wanted to talk about marriage is Kelly will be celebrating seven years of marriage in April. And that's coming up fast. And then I will be celebrating a year of marriage in a matter of months, like two months that went so fast. Yeah. So I thought it'd be fun to do a little retrospective about your last seven years, almost 10 years together. And then my, uh, my anniversary for dating is the same week as my anniversary of marriage. So we'll have been together five years in March, which is wild to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Halsey's going to take it over the hosting duties and ask us some questions about oh, ourselves. Button my blazer. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm professional. I'm professional. So when you dreamt about your future person in your teens or early 20s, did your imagination become reality or is your person different than who you thought you'd marry? I want you to answer this first if you Mm -hmm. can. Okay. So physically? Yeah. No. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyone that I was attracted to... Talked to, dated, even scrawny little emo. No. (laughs) They were lengthy as all hell. (laughs) Boys. Yeah. And you can break them like a twig. Yes. Oh my gosh, how weird. I cannot picture that for you. So yeah, they were always like, for the the most part, just like really lengthy and (laughs) scrawny and lanky little dumbies. Jansen is not that. No. But he's a man. Yeah. So um, in no way, shape, or form physically was Jansen. He was a happy surprise. Love that. So you're like, oh, wait, maybe I do like him tall and muscly. Yeah. Well, because also I remember when I first met him, we met, we went to the movies and got like coffee and stuff. Yeah. I knew what he looked like because I had swiped right on his picture. Obviously. But I remember walking around and we were holding hands, I think, and Mm -hmm. I felt so secure in that moment Mm -hmm. because I was like, I'm just this little baby next to him. (laughs) I'm so small. (laughs) I'm just so tiny. (laughs) Me, just a little girl. (laughs) You could take care of me. 
Yeah. <laughs> you can beat up all the bad guys. Yes. And I felt, hands. <laughs> I felt so safe yeah. and so protected yeah. in yeah. that moment that I was like, I think I like this. Girl, like, <laughs> it's something else, man. It's different. I immediately go, I could be a housewife. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me barefoot and pregnant? No. Okay, that's fine. Because <laughs> same. Sandwiches? You got it. I'll yeah. make a damn good sandwich. You, know? you both yeah. do. Thank you. So he was How not funny. at all what I Did had pictured ever, for myself. Sorry. Did you ever make a list? Like as a teenager, a quality did you ever list write of like, physical qualities or of like um, emotional? Both. Emotional qual- both, yeah. Personality. Um, so I don't physically no. I just think I was attracted to that type of person before, and I never really put much thought into what my person would end up looking mm-hmm. like because I. It didn't matter, yeah. really. But the, I was trying to think if I had ever made a list of emotional mm-hmm. characteristics or personality traits, mm-hmm. and I feel like it was ever evolve, ever evolving. evolving. Is that the right? That's right. Okay. Yeah. All of a sudden, I <laughs> no, questioned you're myself. You're good. Um, I thought when I was younger. I was pretty convinced I would marry someone within the church yeah, mm-hmm. and that that would be an important piece of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as I grew up, it became a little bit less important to me. And, but things that always stuck around was I wanted someone who could make me laugh. I feel like that mm-hmm. was always the first thing on my list was I love a that. sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like to think that I'm somewhat witty and I wanted someone I could banter, banter with. <laughs> You're absolutely witty. Uh-huh. And thank you. Um, loyal, protective, mm. trustworthy. Those were, I think, things that were on my list. I think Jansen hits all of those. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't. I never really like, wrote anything down yeah. list wise. Mm. It was just kind of in my head of like, Oh, I think I like you. Yeah. We'll see where this can go. That's good. So, I that. I you wrote, wrote a list. list. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a list for many I reasons. <laughs> I still have it. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's in one of my old journals. Uh, it was on like, it was on a note, that kind of notepad where you, it was perforated at the top so you can like pull mm-hmm. them off so that I could do many pages mm-hmm. of traits. <laughs> my first chunk, first page, all physical. Mm-hmm. The only thing that James is does not have that's on that list is hair. <laughs> and I don't mind it because in so I wrote the list when I was maybe 15, 14 with Heather. We both wrote our lists together. Yeah. Yeah. Started them together. And then we went home and we're like, oh, there's many more things that we could be adding to this. <laughs> uh, yeah. I wanted tall, dark and handsome and broad and muscly and be protective because I just a baby. Yeah. But I wasn't just a baby. Just I was a six foot. Baby. I was almost a six foot baby. So <laughs> yeah. I really needed a much, much bigger man. And, yeah. you know, they don't really breed those very often in Arizona. So I just knew he wasn't going to be here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All physical. And then all of my traits were the polar opposite of my father. I basically was like, what is my father? Cool. I don't want any of that. Yeah. And I got that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I wanted someone gentle, gentle giant, someone yep. protective, someone who wanted to fight for me and like saw me as his woman. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I got that exactly. I want to I didn't think to pull out the list. 
mostly because I don't know. It just I'm married now. I don't care. Yeah. But he definitely does fit the list a lot. But I was going to say the hairs piece. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with. I think I wonder if you feel the same about the emo-ness. Whatever we were watching at the time that we were in our teens, we were attracted to that thing. Like that was the thing that we went out and tried to find in dating potentially. Yeah. Were you a fallout boy girl? Kind of. I wanted to be. I didn't really listen to but like a that ton of vibe. It. But yeah, like and in my school, a, a lot of people were like skater yes. boy. I was say, the skater boy aesthetic was very in in very our teenage in. years. Slash like and I was teenagers, so yeah. Yeah. I was also very into it. So yeah. so for my in my era. The rocker boy was mm. the thing that everyone was mm-hmm. obsessed with. Like Foo Fighters started being really, really big yeah. in my millennial generation. Uh, the Pretender album came out and everyone was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, Dave Grawl. I'm like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I've been here since Nirvana. He's hot. <laughs> but then John Mayer started yeah. becoming really popular and all these swaggy guys that yeah. were tall with great hair. I was like, and then... Pride and Prejudice came out Mm -hmm. and everyone lost their damn minds at that Mr. Darcy. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, when I moved to Seattle, though, almost every guy that I dated was bald. Really? I only dated maybe two or three guys that had a head of hair. The rest were bald. Mm -hmm. Very strange. So it was almost like the universe saying, get used to this because (laughs) this is the rest of your life. (laughs) I'm into it. Be prepared. Do you have this fuzzy little head? Yeah. Can we turn turn the question around on you? Uh, I feel like mm, these days, well, okay. Mm-hmm. I do have a list in, I can pull it up. Oh. I'll willingly pull She's like, up. I have it bookmarked in so my So when I was living in Bosnia and real sad, um, I made a list of not so much the person I wanted, but the things I wanted with that person. Mm-hmm. Um, So I wrote... Back in, uh, <laughs> the last time I edited it was November 3rd of 2021, which was right before I came home. Yeah. <laughs> but it was that, yeah, that I wanted lazy Sundays mm. and cozy blankets and a dog in a yard out back where we have our hum- hammocks hung year round. Mm. Um, I wanted reading on the front porch with music playing from in the house, cooking together, custom playlists made for whatever mood we're in that day. Um, so yeah how gender neutral of you i know i love it i wanted inside jokes and secret glances at family dinners <laughs> dude that because is the I, best yeah. part of being married yeah you're like um I want you, cozy. i know you're thinking what i'm thinking mm-hmm. yeah i want cozy christmases at the house with our families i want photos on my phone that i look at when i'm away from you mm. i want to not like the people you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, also a great part of marriage. Yep. I want long drives up north and camping and fires and dancing in the kitchen. I want to fight and hate the way that you do something differently than me. <laughs> I want to fold laundry while we watch trash TV. And I want boring and comfortable vacations with my brother and sister and their spouses. Yeah. I want to learn from you. I want to call you my wife and I want to be your wife. Oh. That's so cute. I'm going to cry. Where are you at, <laughs> like come on <laughs> and it says at the end i can't wait to meet you and i hope you already or i hope you're ready to know me oh <laughs> very sweet because i I've always wanted to be married yeah yeah wanted to be a, a wife partnership yeah yeah you will be yeah, yeah. 
One day. One day. So, and it's going to be so beautiful. What? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's my answer to that. So I, I've had that. I started that list when I was just like. In the depths. In the depths. Sad yeah. and alone and slowly yeah. starting to come out. And um, yeah. Something to hope for. Yep. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> Next. Next. Um, I do want to address that you both met your husbands online. Yeah, we did. On the Tinders. The Tinders. You swiped. Yeah. Right. Thank you. You did it. <laughs> we won the game. You won the game. I've been finding better luck with Hinge. Mm. Yeah. It's one of the newer ones, but I feel like people on there are more like inter interested in actually dating yes well, relationships can't you answer more questions on yes. the hinge of like the what you're looking for much more detailed yeah and you're dating women so therefore yeah. you both are reading the profiles whereas if you were dating a man he wouldn't no no <laughs> jansen says i just was James like thank you i feel so special, so special. <laughs> james said that he had just gotten back on it Mm -hmm. because he had been internet dating someone for a while like a crazy lady oh. <laughs> that's a whole other story for another day because i talked to her whole other story for another day but yeah he had just gotten on it and he was in the city for a meeting with 24 hour fitness downtown because he lived in linwood so yeah. his our, both of our mileage was set to very close to where we live for obvious reasons yeah and he was swiping while on the toilet cute mm cute love it hey you know you during the meeting a decent chunk of your life on the totally yeah. and he swiped while he was in the city i swiped while he was there the rest is history yeah random yeah did you have marriages that you watched growing up where you thought that's what i want when i grow up what about those marriages did you like you go first um i <sighs> yes and no and i feel like this for both sides of it of ones I looked at mm -hmm. and wanted to copy mm -hmm. and ones that I didn't. So I feel like I'm answering both sides. That's a okay. question. Yeah, no, that's because for, I don't know if I ever really looked at marriages and thought, <laughs> no, thank you. Mm -mm. <laughs> I don't want that. Hard but pass. <laughs> I think for yeah. ones that I wanted, I think I did look at my parents' marriage a lot because they've been married for, a long time yeah. and they've done every inch of life together yeah mm -hmm. in and i thought that's how my marriage would be in the respect of we're gonna work together we're gonna live to everywhere we go we'll be together yeah and when we have downtime we'll be together <laughs> and when we're busy we'll be together like i thought <laughs> We would just be inseparable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Attach the hip. And <laughs> that is not what Jansen had in mind. <laughs> no. I I learned that that is not a very common thing in relationships <laughs> and that it is also very nice. And I have learned I was very immature when I got married because I was young, but I grew up and learned that <laughs> alone time is good. We need to Stops. have our own. So good. We need to have our own interests. They can be similar, but like we need to do things by ourselves. And be your own. Sorry, I keep hitting this with my nails. That's okay. 
you need to be your own human yeah and have your own interests and it's okay if all your interests are not his interests yeah Mm -hmm. however (laughs) since we now work both work from home yeah we're working on things together we do spend a lot more time (laughs) so i feel like we have kind of come back to that a little bit yeah but our jobs our day-to-day jobs are different we don't work in the same place so we do have these things that are not shared with each sure. other, mm-hmm. which I think balances it out a little bit. I so, like that. Yeah. A little bit of both. A little bit of both, but I think it set me up kind of for an unrealistic expectation of what I was walking into, and it yeah. w- there was a steep learning curve. <laughs> I You basically described most marriages in the 90s, watching yeah. our boomer and Gen X parents mm-hmm. think that that is how you do marriage, especially in a Christian setting yeah you are a unit you are now bonded together and you must never separate and you are other halves of that person and what Mm -hmm. you do affects what i do and your uh, people's opinion of you is also their opinion of me and we're both in this working for the same goal and so our we have to work together for this outcome because it's the same so unrealistic yeah for modern day life yeah Mm -hmm. couldn't couldn't ever which is why i when i growing up i looked at marriages that were the opposite of what was being told to me mm-hmm. was what i should want mm-hmm. instead i looked at very odd marriages like my mm-hmm. great aunt and uncle in seattle mm-hmm. not odd but just not the norm you know yeah. they had kids a lot older in life. They both had very distinct careers and they're Mm -hmm. both business owners in their own right. They have lived very separate lives, but when they're together, they are absolutely together. They are Greg and Sue Mm -hmm. and they are loved as Greg and Sue, but they could exist completely apart. They don't go on vacations together very often. They usually go on trips by themselves with friends, which I kind of love. They've always been like that too. Mm -hmm. And they just did things funkier. And they I like left. different things. Yeah. And they're so okay with it. Totally okay with it. But they're po- And they're polar opposite kinds of people. Mm-hmm. But together they make just this quirky goodness that mm-hmm. I loved. And I also remember people that I lovingly am related to didn't like their marriage. Mm-hmm. Didn't, thought it was abnormal, thought it was wrong, and would tell me the reasons why it was wrong and why mm-hmm. what they were doing was not what I should do or want. And I, as a very stubborn Virgo, said, actually, no, I, mm-hmm. that sounds nice to me. Mm-hmm. Having an abnormal af- concept of marriage sounds mm-hmm. fun to me, which yeah. is, we have other questions about our relationships now it's why james and my's relationship isn't your tip it is a very atypical marriage and relationship just based on like what we want for our futures yeah and i got exactly that i also i remember i just don't have a lot of marriages in my childhood that i respected or lovingly looked at so i found a lot of what i wanted in movies and tv yeah i wanted to be certain types of couples or certain types of marriages in movies and tv that were completely fantasy however i knew that i was capable of big love like a big movie love mm-hmm. and i was definitely going to wait for that person to appear which is also why i dangerously dated with people who were 
not great for me. Yeah. Just for the drama of it all and for the plot. But <laughs> do it for the book. Do it for the book. <laughs> that was a lot of my dating was doing it for the book. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I I didn't want something normal. I didn't want to be barefoot in the kitchen. And therefore, I needed to find someone who wanted to be just as abnormal with me. And yeah. I found that. Faux show. Yeah. Is there a specific show or movie that you were like, that was the relationship I wanted? I know mine. What's yours? Um, ben and Leslie from Parks and Rec. Oh, I don't oh. watch Parks and Rec. There's they just, some. like, first of all, they were kind of this, like, enemies to lovers thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just this slow burn of seeing each other. Yeah. And and loving the things about each other that the world said were stupid or weird or whatever yeah. were the things that drew them together. And I, similar to you, don't really think about like the real life marriages that I saw growing up. Mm-hmm. I more think about the shows and movies that oh, I funny. watched and or the books that I read. Yeah. And that is one couple that I think about like their wedding episode makes me cry every single Aww. time because of their vows to each other. And just, um, they say, Oh man, what is it that they say? Oh, I love you. And I like you. Oh, and that has always been a part of that list too. of like, I want to like, like you. Yeah. I want to love you and like you. Yeah. And, the fact, and they do and there's a difference. have that like we work together kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. But um, towards later seasons, they yeah. have more separation. But yeah. Before Jansen and I ever told each other that we loved each other, mm-hmm. we would always just say, I really like you. Yeah. I just yeah. really like you. And then we were like, you know what we're trying to say when we say yeah. that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because you yeah. do, we, James and I did kind of the same thing where we would put the emphasis on really. Like, yeah. I really like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah forcefully love you yeah 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 uh sex in the city <laughs> i don't know why but in my mind i was like this is what she's gonna say yeah <laughs> it's so toxic but it's so true was like do any of them have successful relationships no, which is why i do love that show it's very <laughs> realistic in that none of their relationships are super successful it's also why i have boycotted the just like that series because yeah. i'm you killed off Big. Like, you didn't even give us one mm-hmm. season where we got to see Carrie and Big be in love, but... Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, I mean, just... if, if you haven't seen that Pel- Peloton killed Big at this point, <laughs> I don't know where you're living. Basically under a rock. But uh, my young, I didn't start watching Sex and the City until the last season was airing, because mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to watch it. So I snuck it. And Carrie and Big, they are endgame. They are abnormal af they do not they never wanted a typical marriage or a mm-hmm. typical relationship and yes it's hollywood and fantasy and writing mm-hmm. but i just loved i loved how he wanted her to be just Carrie as long mm-hmm. as possible and do her own damn thing. Mm-hmm. And eventually those two worlds came together and he got to be a part of building up Carrie. And I loved that. And I also loved that their relationship was older. They didn't mm-hmm. meet until she was well into, she was 35 in the show mm-hmm. and they didn't get married until she was 45 in the show. And I loved how weird and abnormal and very New York their relationship was. Yeah. Toxic as it may be, I do love them. So but yeah. they very much also had that um, 
not will they, won't they, but the mm-hmm. kind of that, but it's the right person, wrong, wrong timing. Time. Yes, absolutely. Over and over again. Oh my again. God. Wait, this is, okay, hold on. <laughs> I'm having a realization yeah. because my other one is the Barbara Streisand movie, The Way We Were, which yeah. is also referenced multiple times in Sex and the City. Mm-hmm. It's, there's this moment where the girls are all in a bar and- Samantha has never seen the way we were. So Charlotte, Miranda and Carrie start talking about it mm-hmm. of just like this moment in the movie where she's at the hotel. Barbara Streisand's at the hotel that he's getting married to his next wife and mm-hmm. he comes over to her and he stands in front of her. And it's just this pure sadness moment of like, it just couldn't have been us. We mm-hmm. tried so long and it yeah. just never fit right. The puzzle pieces never fit mm-hmm. right. And she brushes his hair aside and she says, your girl is lovely. And then she walks away mm. and mm. walks into Central Park and then the movie ends. And that's totally Carrie and Big of just this. It never should have been, but it always should have been. And I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm. I think these all also go back to Bailey's romanticization romanticizing of New York. (laughs) Which is weird because I've always said I would never live in New York because I think that it's very claustrophobic for me and there's just a lot of people. But I have... You've got mail. I know. The way we were. Sex in the City. Sex in the City. I know. And I do love it. I love visiting New York. The energy there is something else. I could never live there. And my astrocartography says that I should live on the East Coast. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah. Yeah. There we go. Next question. Thank you. I didn't. My my I'm couple sorry. was, uh, I always felt like Doug and Carrie from yeah, the, King King Queens. Queens. the King of Queens. Yes. You love the King of Queens. Because it was the sitcom I was allowed to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I would watch, it, there would be two episodes every day on TBS, and I'd come home from school, and I'd watch those episodes. Aww. And they just had, more so in the beginning than in like the end because do either of you know how it ends? I don't know how no. it ends. Oh, they like get separated and like oh oh they are just fighting a lot in the end and then that's so sad. They I didn't know that. yeah, that's how the show. Ends. I think they end up coming back together. They decide after they've been separated that like they should be back together, but like mm-hmm. there she moves out. She gets an apartment and oh my gosh. um. Then she moves back home, but doesn't tell him that she kept the apartment. Oh. But like early, early King of Queens, <laughs> the where they're just having fun together. They yeah. banter like she, I am not this person, but like mm-hmm. is this bold. Fiery. Fire. Yes. Yeah. Firecracker. But they compliment each other so well yeah. and they know like what the other person needs. And mm. so they... Because the first episode, he gets a new TV mm-hmm. and is having it delivered, whatever. But she works it out to have it delivered early so he can have this fun man cave come to life. Cute. And she invites all of his friends over. And he, and she's like, the guys are here. Your TV's downstairs. Like, Aww. And she just like. That's sweet. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And then her dad moves in. And then. <laughs> and then <laughs> he loses his man cave. Yeah. Sad. But, yeah. So I always Cute. like that. But anyways. One of my favorite clips of that show is from <laughs> they're in the kitchen and he's asking where the scissors are. <laughs> yeah. And she just goes off. She's like, For fifteen years they've been in this drawer. 
And every time you've ever needed them, you've asked me, where are the scissors? And they have not moved. <laughs> yes. They're still in the drawer. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Uh, all righty. When did you know you wanted to marry your person or knew you had found your person? Was there a specific moment that you said, oh, yeah, I'm going to marry this boy? You first. Um, I think, I don't think I knew, knew, mm-hmm. but I, from the very beginning, was pretty convinced that, like, this is going to be different and this is going to go somewhere. Oh, you have your journal. Exhibit yeah. A. Oh, my God. Wait, look at her writing. For Liz, I know. It's so perfectly spaced. It's Holy crap. Insane. That looks like a typewriter. Yeah. For uh, non-visual listeners, um, Kelly has the journal that she wrote for the first year and a half that her and Jansen started dating. And then to the right until up to the when they got engaged. So March 24th, 2015. Okay. March 24th, 2015. I'm just going to pick like little pieces up. So I recently re-downloaded Tinder. Kind of lame, I know. But I started talking to a boy that seems pretty nice, I think. He kind of makes me nervous, though. I can't really tell what he wants yet. I wish I wasn't self-conscious, but maybe there's good reason for it. I just want to feel comfortable. Is that too much to ask for? (laughs) March 27th. Um, sorry you're fine uh, March 27 2015 the week seems to be flying by which is slightly terrifying but also pretty exciting I met a boy I kind of really like him but it's still really early so who knows what will happen what's his name you may ask because I talked to my journal like it's a human <laughs> I did the same thing Jansen he makes me smile a whole lot, and we went out and saw a movie on Wednesday. I feel really comfortable around him, and it's kind of weird. We're very similar. That kind of freaks me out, but we're really, but I'm really excited to see where this could go, and you never know what might happen. I think I'm meeting his mom tonight. Seems quick, but that makes me nervous. Jesus, she's like, and then you met, met his the entire family. March 30th. <laughs> well, well, well. I really, really like Jansen. I go on, but it's not important. And then... I go, I met his mom and sisters <laughs> last night. I think they're nice. I hope they liked me. I, d- I did. Um, so, yeah, I was very excited about him Ugh, and clearly. you guys. And I talk about him a whole lot <laughs> because I was Love just very that. excited that I liked him so much. Um, and then in... July. Whoa. July 11th, 2015. Oh my gosh. I'm on cloud nine. Oh, stop it. (laughs) Last night, Jansen very seriously told me he wants to marry me. I was so happy when he told me that because I really want to marry him too. I can't imagine what life would be like without him and what it would be like to get to spend the rest of my life with him. I think it'd be pretty great. (laughs) Stop it. So, oh my gosh, Kelly, I we started we started dating in end of March, and by April, May, June, July, four months in, I was like, "That's I'm done, my person. That's oh. my dude. I love it." You guys crying? Sorry, oh. crying on the dance floor, crying in the club. But I made mention of when I met you guys, which was obviously very the first week <laughs> of mean, us. We weren't even officially officially no. Yeah. Dating. I think we had just said, let's be boyfriend, girlfriend. My gosh, that's amazing. And then you guys were home. 
Hey. Because we're boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. So, <laughs> Barbie movie. Yeah. So cute. So four months in and I was, I knew. Yeah. yeah. But what about you, Bay? Okay. Uh, James and I swiped right, but he had Rob, his son, full time. So coming down to the city was a little more difficult. Mm-hmm. And we didn't meet right away, which was very much against my Tinder rules because I worked Tinder. Like, Girl, same. Like mm-hmm. nobody's business. Like I it was had, a business. I had a system. Because one thing that I did not like is wasted time. Mm-hmm. And I had an expensive time at that time. Okay, you know? And I hated messaging for an extended period of time and then meeting. So I would message for one day. And say, okay, when are we going out? And if they weren't interested, I'd be like, okay, bye. We're done. But for some reason, this dude was entertaining AF. And I was like, he's a good texter. He's a very good texter. He's a very good caller. He loves talking on the phone. Loves it. We talked on the phone the first day that we swiped. Oh. And I swiped and I reached out to him first and I asked for his number within 20 minutes of messaging back and forth on Tinder. I was like, yeah, this one's... Yeah. This one's interesting. Uh, I went to Boston with a friend and quit my job while I was in Boston. Always Boston. Always Boston. And I said, okay, we have to meet when I get back because this is very much against my rules. We should have already met at this point. He's like, okay, we'll figure it out. So we met on Easter Sunday. (laughs) I wore black leather pants, my trench coat, and this really cute, sexy top. And this dude... (laughs) Meets me in Capitol Hill of Seattle. Now, if you've never been to Seattle, Capitol Hill is the gayest neighborhood. It is also the hippest neighborhood. It's like where his hipsterdom began. Yeah. And everyone, you go out of your doors and you are walking. It's a fashion show. A fashion show. Yeah. If now, granted, Tech has taken over Seattle, so the puffer vests have multiplied, and not a lot of people are fashion-oriented, but there was a time before the pandemic where it was the thing. Yeah. So I was on it, on my game. This dude walks up the hill to my apartment. I'm, like, sitting in this little park outside my apartment waiting for him. We're going to go watch a Mariners game at my favorite sports bar, and he's in (laughs) Dickie's cargo pants. Cargo shorts, of course. He has a Newsies cap on. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> he has, loves a flat cap. He lo- Well, he only has one. He's never worn this since we got engaged. Uh, <laughs> I'll only say yes if. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> a Mariner's jersey and uh, his dad's blue work jacket. And I, and then he goes, Hi! And it echoes around the entire neighborhood. Because he is a Muppet of a man. He is a Muppet of a man. And in the best, he has this huge smile. And I was like, yeah, Yeah. that's my guy. And I just remember hugging him and being like, I'm going to hug him for the rest of my life. Yeah. I don't know what about him said that, but I was just like, I immediately felt so safe and so loved even though we were just meeting for the first time and of course I didn't tell him that but what proceeded over the next couple months was just me being so 
immediately in love with this person and just waiting him for him to figure it out. And he figured it out pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I kind of knew by date one that he was very different and that we were going to be together for a long time forever potentially by month three it was forever yeah because he we had this one date where i left my phone in an uber and very quickly he figured it out with me and Mm -hmm. problem solved and i had never have had a guy care enough to like problem solve with me i was always the problem solver yeah and the one that would figure out how to do the things and he wanted to help figure out it out with me not take care of me not step in but like partner with me yeah and that was the day that I was like okay we're getting married yeah <laughs> I it's not just we're gonna be together for a long time it's that I'm gonna marry this man so yeah yeah Jansen says that he knew like as I was walking up towards him because he oh. got there first and I like mm-hmm. sat in my car for a little bit because I was a little nervous nervy. and just like I don't know what's gonna come of this but he was, he says whether it's true or not, I don't know. <laughs> that me walking up to him, he was like, if she's anything like I think she's going to be, it's going to be her. She's going to be the yeah. person I end up marrying. Mm. But I do think that going to meet him was very different than meeting anyone else because mm-hmm. there was this weird sense of calm of like, I I know you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. him and I had not been talking very long. Right. It was just a matter of days that we swiped. We ch- we texted a little bit, and then we're like, "Let's okay, let's." Because I was also of the same mindset of let's figure out if yeah. we if this sticks. mesh yeah. Yeah. at all, and yeah. don't waste my time. Move on if not exactly. So. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I just wanted to say when I knew. Oh yeah. About your people. Oh, interesting. Yes. Yours was after that first that meeting, thirtieth, whatever. Like when you had to meet all of us. I walked into your mom's bedroom. Yep, you were all on the bed. Uh huh. Yep. And I stood at the end of the bed, yeah. and I was just like, "This is happening." Yeah. And I just and I also remember silently when judged you. <laughs> I was looking you up and down that entire time, like, "The f- does she think she is?" <laughs> I just, did you know? I don't, I don't know. know. You held your own, and I just in that moment you was did. like, "If you can hold your own, <laughs> yeah, in this, in this room, welcome, yeah, <laughs> bro." And then, um, but even before I had met you, Jansen came home from that first date, yeah. And I just kind of remember looking at, like, I was in the living room when he came in through the garage door, and I just remember looking at him and going, like, "Oh, I don't know why I knew he was going on a date, but I just knew." And, yeah. Um. Yeah, just remember looking at he him. He had a different... He just seemed so aura. confident and glowy. Oh. Especially, like, after the girlfriend before you. And yeah. So that... But anyways. She who must not be named. Uh-huh. <laughs> when did you know for James and um, Bailey? James was that first visit um, when you came out for all of your birthdays. And when we came down. Yes, when yeah. he came down for the first time. Because that was my first time meeting him. Right. Um, And it was the before that Christmas that he spent with us. Yeah. This was that fall because he came down for us to celebrate everybody's birthdays. Yeah. And um, we were standing in Oso, which is another brewery in Phoenix. Oh, my fave. And I just remember like just watching him. With you and watching him with our family and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna cry again. I'm it's gonna fine. cry again. It's he fine. makes me cry all the time. Yeah. Um yeah, just watching him 
quietly protect you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it uh, like just seeing that he saw us, yeah, and saw our family in a way that that nobody had before, and, and entered in, yeah, yeah, because granted. The man that I brought to your wedding. <clears throat> he who must not be named. He who must not be named. Was uh, not that. Was not that. And did was not, not enter, enter in, in. And could care less about me. Yeah. Or my family. Or anything yeah. that was going on with me. So. Yeah. I honestly can't confidently say I know what he looks like. That's good. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't much to look at. I unfortunately can't. <laughs> unfortunately, that's burned in my mind for the rest of my life. Because that was the only time I'd ever met him. Yeah. At your wedding. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, I spent a lot. <laughs> I was busy though, so I. That's good. Yeah, you're like I have other things to worry about. <laughs> yeah, to get yeah. things ready. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. that's all I wanted I to add to that it. part. Was that that's so cute that I knew too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kelly. Kelly. I'm nervous. Seven years of marriage, nearly a decade with your man's. Yeah. What has changed about your relationship? What has stayed the same and what are you excited about for the next seven years? So what I think has changed is I, I think Jansen has too, grown up Mm -hmm. a lot. You were 23. Like I mentioned, yeah, I was was 23. He was 25. Babies. So as I mentioned, I was very immature in our beginning of our marriage Mm -hmm. and that led to also, I think, helped aid in our first year of marriage being rough. Mm. Uh, we were just trying to figure out life. We both got new jobs within the first few months of our marriage. And it was, we had to, I feel like we felt like we had to prove something mm-hmm. with being successfully married. But I was just a child and selfish and I think I didn't know how to be married married yeah you were 23 (laughs) yeah I was still figuring out who I I think I'm still figuring out who I am yeah but not imagine Mm -mm. 23 year old me being married Mm -mm. it was a life it was a big choice yeah (laughs) but I think it helped me grow up in ways that I didn't know I needed Mm -hmm. so I'm glad that that has not stayed the same and Mm -hmm. something that I have learned from yeah um something that I am glad that has stayed the same throughout our marriage is I think we complement each other very well Mm -hmm. and we are able to know what the other person needs yeah in whatever moment 100 it is so if we're having fun although sometimes I don't understand his joking still and then I get defensive a virgo <clears throat> so i'm like that's not funny he's like i'm taking it's a joke i'm like it's uh, like you should know by now that i'm joking i'm like i know they but- say things so matter of factly i know when they're kidding we're a little pointed and yeah. intense i'm sorry it's okay it's okay i'm learning still but i think we balance each other out well yeah and i think we know how to have fun with each other and we know how to 
what the other person needs yeah to some degree so if if i know you're having a bad day and this is also something that i wasn't good at in the beginning Mm. even when we were dating like i know you need your time because that's how you recharge and you like to be a hermit and you like to be alone (laughs) and i do not (laughs) but i think i've learned how to give him his space yeah and when he needs it and he's having a day i know like it's not towards me no i'm gonna just don't remove myself from the situation Mm because you're having a moment and he does the same for me because i'm just as moody yeah (laughs) when i have found in my own dating life that age range was scarcity mindset dating Mm -hmm. where i couldn't get enough and i knew that it had an end date and I needed to just get as much love and like out of a person because I knew yeah. they wouldn't last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I could not even imagine having the people that I was going out with when I was 23, if I had yeah. married and I, one <laughs> would have been divorced many times over and, or would have unalived myself TBH. Yeah. Like I would, that was a dark period of time, but mm-hmm. I, the never having enough time together. I think that when you are that young and getting married, you just mm-hmm. feel like, you can't get enough of your person and I can see that in you. But as you've matured over the last 10 years, you have placed Kelly and Jansen have now, like you have your own pillars yeah, mm-hmm. and you can still spend time in that world with him, but you've also seen the goodness that comes out of spending time with Kelly yeah, and mm-hmm. honing your own self so that you can come together and be a great equal unit. You know, it's awesome. Yeah. What are you excited for for the next seven? Next seven? um, I'm just excited to keep doing the thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Good. Um, I think we have dreams and aspirations of where we want this to go. I'm excited to just go on more adventures I think Mm -hmm. because I think that's something that we haven't had a ton of opportunity to do yeah whether it's just been timing wise money wise whatever it might be yeah but just getting to play and continue to grow and Mm -hmm. grow ourselves Mm -hmm. but also be able to continue to come together and say even though we're we're parallel yeah you're on your own trajectory. we might kind of alter a little bit but yeah. we can still come together and we're still gonna put in whatever we need to yeah. stay together yeah. to be Jen- jansen yeah. and kelly yeah. yeah i love it so j and k the collins yeah. Yeah. bailey hello hello thank you for being here today <laughs> my way just went boys all too good um you were approaching your first anniversary wild and your five-year dating anniversary this is <laughs> very the, strange you did like a self-read this is the longest relationship you've ever been well so when i do the prep questions for you guys uh-huh. i'm basically prepping myself as i write them so uh-huh. that's why they are a little lengthy it's <laughs> okay but what i want to ask yeah what su- has surprised you about yeah. being married and did it change anything in your relationship or did it stay the same yeah and along with that, what do you think the next five years look like for you guys? What, uh, do, you, what do you hope for in the next five years? 
Yeah. So, not to be mean or compare myself to you. It's fine. <laughs> but my first year of marriage, bomb.com. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. I, You're also a decade older. I am a decade older <laughs> than you were one. when you got married. Yeah. Over a decade. Ew. I got married at 33, but now I'm 34. So, yeah. so we got married at like yeah. similar time. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're both born in September. We both got mm-hmm. married March, April. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Best friends for life. Yeah. Uh, I underestimated how good marriage can be and how much it can change and shift your relationship for the better. Mm-hmm. There is, I don't know, I, I think I downplayed like how good it could be because all of my physical reminders and examples of marriage were so toxic throughout my life that I think I assumed the worst. I'm a pessimist. So I'm like, "Eh." it either won't change anything. We'll just be the same or I'm not going to like it for the first few years. Yeah. The reality was, damn, I like it. And (laughs) it changed everything. I was just talking to a friend of mine who also got married in this last year and they had been with their partner for a long time before getting married too. And there's something about people getting married after dating a chunk of years that is so sweet these days. I love celebrating relationships like that because it's defines a season. It's almost like we're graduating and we get to take this chunk of history with us to help create the next chunk of history, which is so fun. But my love for him completely changed and shifted and grew. And I underestimated how powerful that love can be and that love can change, which is so fun. Yeah. But also so much has happened to us in the first year of marriage. We we moved in September before our wedding in March Got married in March, went on our honeymoon two days after we got married, came back less than two months later, I got fired and everything changed again. He also started his new job a month after we got back from our honeymoon. So his entire life changed because the job before that, he had been in it for 16 years. His whole adulthood was at that last job. And he raised someone during that entire time. So like his life shifted significantly in the Mm -hmm. last two years where he now has time to be James and figure out who James is and what James likes and what James wants to spend time doing, which right now it's making bread. And he's only 40. And he's only 40. And I think (laughs) the same mindset for us of now we're in our 30s. We have so much life ahead of us. He hit 40 and got married again and jumped into this life that he had always dreamed of traveling, being in a partnership that's encouraging, having a cheerleader of a wife that says you can do anything Mm -hmm. you want to do and vice versa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Neither of us have had that. And being married shifted that for us where we now have this security that no one's going anywhere And we can build something together. That's why in our vows, we talked about our empires, which was completely, we, neither of us talked about what we were going to talk about in our vows. We wrote them completely separate from each other. I wrote mine on the way to the wedding. (laughs) Whoopsie. (laughs) On the patio of the hotel while we were all getting ready. (laughs) I mostly wrote them in the car though, because I could not focus with everybody around while we were getting ready. So Heather... While on the freeway, I was like, play some Foo Fighters. She played some Foo Fighters, and I wrote those damn vows within that 15, 20-minute drive and finished them up when we got there. And, yeah, we both separately 
talked about the empires that we're going to build together. And I freaking loved that because it just totally set the tone for our first year of marriage of needing to kind of armor up and go to battle of life, but together. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, the next five years. Yeah. So this is my longest relationship. (laughs) Good job, James. Uh, beat the odds. Um, the next five years are a big old question mark of what on earth is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And that is the best thing for me. Yeah. A Virgo without a plan can be terrifying, but if a Virgo is supported by others that love her, trajectory unknown, but it's mm-hmm. going to be great. Like let the rocket ship fly kind of mentality. And I think that's what the next five years will be. I am trying to not put a bunch of parameters on it because that's what I've done my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely not going to do that to my marriage either now, day to day. We'll see. <laughs> but <laughs> I am excited to just build because we're not having kids and that is set in stone. He's had a vasectomy. I don't think I've said that on the podcast, but there will be no babies unless we're adopting them. That's why the Kroger ad, we watched a Kroger ad during Patreon, and it's about a couple who get all of their um, exchange students yeah. to come for Christmas. I cried because I'm like, that, I would love that yeah. Yeah. to have connection with people in other countries and like have them make memories with us and, and see James and I as like our weird American parents that we need to go visit on Christmas, I would die. That would be yeah. amazing. And yeah. that's what I want for our future. Like this quirky, odd, uh, unconventional love mm-hmm. that people enjoy around us. Mm-hmm. That's what I want for the next five years. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Love it. Well, y'all give me some hope that maybe one day. Yeah. <sighs> It'll happen, boo boo. Yeah. It's just so crazy because I, at 23, I really did think I would probably be married by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Prior to meeting Jansen, I thought mm-hmm. that by 23, I'd have two or three kids and oh, have been married for a little bit. And that's what the by literal 30? God complex will do. Or. <laughs> That's what I thought by yeah. 20. I thought I'd be married before 21, 2021. Whoa. Not that I had anyone in my life that like, yeah, whatever. But in my mind, expected. I was like, this is what's going to happen. I'm yeah. going to get married really fast and I'm going to have babies really fast. Wow. 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 Could never. Wow. 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 And we're nope. really glad that didn't happen. Yeah. Yes, we are. Yes, so. we are. Now we just have fur babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, fur that babies. was so fun. Yeah. Thanks for talking marriage. Thanks for interviewing us yeah. and hosting. I love it. We want to hear about your, where are you at relationship wise? What are you dreaming for if you're in a relationship? Like I, are you a Halsey <laughs> or are you a Halsey? <laughs> I, and if you're in a relationship or in a marriage, what excites you about the next mm-hmm. five years? Because I'm, I'm interested in hearing what people's dreams are yeah. for mm-hmm. themselves and for their partnerships. Yeah. So let us know in the comments, both on podcast world and or YouTube. If you are watching this on either, please subscribe, rate, review and comment. We would love to have more conversations with you and discuss the discourse of the love down below uh, so much <laughs> and if you like this but you want a spicier version then you head on over to patreon.com and search blood and contracts or blood and contracts podcast and pay five dollar five dollar five dollar foot long any any 
There it is. Because we do two other shows on there every, we post one every week. We also do behind the scenes content, downloadables that Kelly designs and much, much more to come. And lastly, we had a new show debut on our YouTube in the last month prior. There's probably like three or four episodes for you to catch up on at this point on the Blood and Contracts YouTube page. It's called Contract Kitchen. It's Kelly's show that she hosts and she has guests on right now. I'm guest hosting with her to get us started. But we have lots of fun plans. Yeah. Yeah. Recipe testing, competitions with James in the kitchen, all kinds of stuff. Because we just wanted to play in the food world. Yeah. Why not? We like to eat. <laughs> I like to eat. Uh, and we mess up, too. We A lot. So literally <laughs> spit out something we ate two nights ago. <laughs> and boy, oh. was it nasty. Boy, howdy. We didn't spit it out, though. No, we swallowed. Oh. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sister by contract. That's me. Her name's Kelly. Love you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Anytime. To talk about your marriage. Sister by blood. It me. We'll see. We'll see. Thanks for coming. You're giving welcome. us your tears. Your cancer tears. Losing a nail. Losing a nail. She falling apart, folks. My name is Bailey, and you've been listening to Blood and Contracts. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.